if you experience digestive pain, there actually may be a chance you have an intolerance to gluten. Well, new research out of the University of Calgary is exploring the gut-brain connection and alternative treatments for celiac disease. Joining us to discuss her experience and research into celiac disease is Dr. Justine Dowd, adjunct assistant professor, health and wellness lab in the Faculty of Kinesiology at the University of Calgary. Good morning to you, doctor. Thanks so much for joining us. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Okay. Uh, can you kind of break down exactly what celiac disease is? I think there's some misconceptions about that. Sure. Yeah. Often celiac disease is thought of as an allergy, but it's actually an autoimmune disorder, um, a long-term disease of the intestines where your body cannot um, tolerate gluten. So let's break this down. If I have digestive pain and it's something that's new to me, perhaps, uh, how do I know that I have an intolerance to gluten, you know, what is the process and how, how can we get to the bottom of this? Um, so it's really important to start with talking to your doctor or a dietitian if you have digestive struggles um, because often people go off gluten and um, you do need to be eating gluten to, for, the t- for the blood test to work appropriate or to accurately detect um, celiac disease. So the first step would be to talk to your doctor and if you're not getting the support that you need, um, you can talk to a dietitian. They often um, will know the most important next step. Okay, let's talk about the gut-brain connection and how it all relates to celiac disease and, and to you specifically, doctor. Yeah, so I, um, I struggled with celiac disease and IBS, um, irritable bowel syndrome myself for many, many years. And so I uh, worked on healing my own gut and my body for, for a long time. And the focus from the healthcare professionals that I worked with was really on the nutrition side, which we know is so important. However, I just felt and I knew intuitively that there is so much more that could and should be done to support people who are struggling. And we know that that's at least one in six people in the population who have significant digestive health struggles. Um, And so that led me to um, start to research other ways that can help people in the coping side of long-term, even if we're not going to be able to, there's no cure for celiac, but we know that there's better ways that we can help people to cope with it. And so that led me to specifically looking at how self-compassion can help as well as exercise. And when we say gut-brain connection, I'm wondering, uh, Dr. Dowd, could stress be something that doesn't help a situation like this, somebody who's dealing with celiac disease? Oh, absolutely. And it's, and it's, on, it's one thing that's often overlooked. Um, but the gut and the brain are connected by, the, there's a nerve that starts in the brain and goes all the way down to the gut. Um, and then it's a bi-directional um, connection there. And so if we're feeling mentally stressed, often we feel stressed in our gut. Um, or we feel um, pain, discomfort, bloating. And then also if we have pain and discomfort and bloating, that can also affect our mental health as well. So it can be this cyclical um, negative spiral that often happens. And so that's who I actually specialize in help, um, specialize in helping to cope, um, to calm this connection, calm the hypersensitivity that tends to develop when people are struggling with digestive health over the long term. Doctor, other than avoiding eating gluten, obviously, are there other treatments or help that that is available for people who have celiac disease? Um, so everyone does. Um, at this point, the only treatment is following a strict gluten-free diet. Um, the Canadian Celiac Association has a regular conference um, that's virtual now, which is great. And so they did recently just talk about back in November a number of different really exciting um treatments and uh, 
protocols that are coming out, potentially looking at a different a vaccine that might help, um, different pills that might help. And ultimately down the road, it'll probably be very specialized treatment based on um, your specific symptoms and how severe you are and where you are at in your diagnosis. If you're a new child that's newly diagnosed or if you're 50 years old and have been struggling with this for a long time, it sounds like there's going to be different treatments um, coming up, which is really exciting. Uh, yeah. Dr. Dowd, in your research, did you find any alternative treatments, more of a holistic approach? Is there such a thing? Yes, absolutely. And so this is, again, something that I think makes my work um, pretty unique because typically it is just that focus on diet. And so we focus on self-compassion. And in my research, we specifically found that people who practice self-compassion um, actually have better quality of life when they're coping with a chronic digestive disease. So this kind of seems um, like it, may, it just is common sense. But Actually, practicing it in real life can be really tricky, um, but we do know that people can learn to practice self-compassion, and it's something that we can, can teach them, and it gets easier with practice. Um, and then my research has also found, this is a study that uh, just came out in the last couple of months, um, that exercise was also led to um, reduce gastrointestinal symptoms mm -hmm. in people who, uh, who are coping with celiac disease as well. It wasn't... Um, a direct, uh, it was a randomized controlled trial. Um, a few different things were helping out there too with self-compassion. So it could be a few things that go hand in hand. Yeah, some light at and the end of the tunnel, right? Absolutely. Yeah, great news. Excellent. Thank you so much for the update. Appreciate your time this morning. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Dr. Justine Dowd, Adjunct Assistant Professor, Health and Wellness Lab at the Faculty of Kinesiology at the U of C.